All right, let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. How could I live without this uh, applause from you guys? I don't even know how I would do it. All right, if you're listening to the Frankie D Show right now on... Actually, I'm live. I'm live today. I didn't think I would be, actually. Uh, so, if you are listening on YouTube, subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Ding the bell. Smash that subscribe button. I don't know. Whatever the hell you're supposed to do on YouTube, do. Like I said, I actually... Getting more, I'm I'm getting some more information this week, I think. But uh, once I get that more information, I I think I'll have a timeline of when these YouTube streams will actually. Uh oh, stop! I know, I know. You guys will just have to uh, keep up with the show on the podcast apps. Speaking of those podcast apps, if you're listening right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Google, Amazon, wherever the hell you're listening. I got to put some more of those, uh, the, sh- the show on some more of those. But anyway, if you're listening on any of those, make sure you keep listening to the Frankie D show on those. And, you know, if you could rate them, give them the five stars, just make sure you subscribe and keep listening. <laughs> and if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D show on Instagram and Twitter. So all you got to do is remember the Frankie D show and you will be able to find me. All right. Sound good. Cool. Okie dokes. I really don't have, um, this is possibly, I don't know. This could possibly be a short one. I've said that before and then it's like normal length, but I really only have one thing to, uh, talk about. And that is the Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva fight. Uh, so yeah, sorry about that. If this is going to be a shorter one, but who knows? I got a big chunk of that press conference and, uh, Got to be playing, you know, it, commenting on it and stuff like that. That'll pretty much be it for the show. Now, I do think last week, I know I talked about Addison Ray. I think I talked about uh, Gigi Hadid, right? She's really freaking hot. Supermodel type chick. I still don't really know, at least in these days, what's considered a supermodel and what's just a model. I think that's always kind of been controversial. But, I, I mean, I would say by today's standards, she, you know, is a supermodel. Everyone knows who she is. She's got to be one of the highest paid models, right? Like, she's got to be up there with Kendall Jenner and shit, right? So, you know, I I, I would say she's a, you know, supermodel. I, I don't know if I talked about it. I think I, t- fuck, why can't I remember exactly what I talked about last week? My bad. Anyway, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm, I must have talked about this. How could I have not? Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, he has interest in Gigi Hadid. She, you know, like I just said, really hot model. Now, Leonardo DiCaprio, he has, uh, he clearly has an interest in younger women. He, all his past girlfriends, you know, have been significantly younger than him. I mean, you know, at least in like, you know, these past so many years. So... I find, you know, when I first see that he 
has interest in her. I see that she does not have interest in him. And I'm like, all right, go Gigi. Like, why the hell get with that dude? Like, I, you know, you could get with anyone. Like, why get with Leonardo DiCaprio? He's a lot older than you. It's like, is he really that popular anymore? I feel like I only hear about him for dating younger chicks now rather than his actual acting. So I was like, good. Finally, someone just going like, no, we don't want to date you. You're kind of a weird dude just dating younger chicks and you're in your 40s or whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. Good for her. <laughs> then it looks like they went on a date or something. I don't know. They were seen out together. I'm like, ah, GG. Why'd you do that? I, you know, I, I don't know. Out of, out of all the people, I mean... She could probably get anyone. I mean, like I said with Emily Raducanu, I would just like if she if she wanted to date me, I would just pretty much like. I don't even know if this is the right word, but you know, like grovel at her feet. You know, I would just be completely fucking whipped over her. You know, she wouldn't have to worry about me, me you know, misbehaving or anything. I wouldn't go punching her mom like uh, her last boyfriend did. And if I feel Leonardo DiCaprio's ex girlfriends don't really. Uh, None of them, did any of them last like that long? You know, they'll, I, you know, I think he knows he's dating these younger chicks just to kind of bang and stuff. And maybe that's all they want. You know, the girlfriends too. They just want to be able to be on his list or something. But she doesn't strike me as a chick that would actually want to be on uh, a list like that. You know, I feel like she's above that. You know, she's drop dead gorgeous, very famous, very successful. Has her own money. She like she doesn't need to be on his list. If you guys don't know who uh, Gigi Hadid is, go look her up. Talking about models a lot lately. Emily Ratajkowski, Gigi Hadid. Yeah, they're seeing like how to get... I don't even know where they were. They were at a club or something. Wherever they were also, it looked like it was not age appropriate for Leonardo DiCaprio. Where, you know, where they were... I'm like, dude, you don't look like you should be there. Like, Gigi Hadid looks like she could be there. You don't look like you should be there, dude. I don't know. I think you got to grow up or something. Get a girl closer to your age. Doesn't have to be exactly your age. It doesn't have to be older. But, you know, maybe somewhat a little closer. Take him to a nice restaurant or something. Go for a walk. Does he, does he live in New York City? I don't even know where the hell that guy... I guess I always picture, like, the big movie stars, the film people... Just being in Hollywood, being in Los Angeles. Or did he only go to New York City just to chill out with uh, Gigi? What made him set his sights on her? Does he just have a list? Like, all right, I got to start with this chick, go to that chick, go to that chick. All right, we are at the G's now. Start with A, you know, go to B, C, and you know, finally at Gigi. Must have skipped over her sister Bella at B. Her sister's good looking too. Good-looking set of sisters. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with her uh, going out with him, though. I, I was actually, like, impressed with her. I was just like, good, stick it to him. I mean, like, you know, it's, I, I don't know. I just find it weird that he always dates younger people. Kind of like that Scott Disick dude, the, the one that dated the, the Kardashian. Like, he dates chicks that, like, he literally can't even go to the bars with. It's like, I don't know, it's freaking weird, dude. I mean, maybe if it was like a one-time thing, maybe. It's like, all right, this one girlfriend of mine this one time was a lot younger than me. 
But when you make it a habit of every single one of your girlfriends is going to be significantly younger than you, I don't know, clearly you have a type. I guess everyone has a type, but I don't know. Anyway, for those of you listening to this right now, if you don't know who Gigi Hadid is, I'm sure you all know who Leonardo DiCaprio is, the dude from Titanic. It's funny that that's the movie I, you know, the only movie I could think of. I can't even think of other movies he's been in. He was in The Wolf of Wall Street, actually. I I know some of you are probably like, dude, what the fuck is the matter with you? He's in this movie, that movie, that movie. I'm like, yeah, I really have only seen, I think, those two movies with him. And then the rest of the stuff I know him from is just from him dating younger chicks. Uh, Another thing I talked about last week, which I mentioned, I mentioned uh, Addison Rae last week. She blocked her parents on social media. It is funny that that is such a diss in today's society. It's like, yeah, if I block you on social media, you're just done. It's like, go fuck yourself. But yeah, she blocked her parents on social media. And I saw today that uh, she's disgusted with her dad. I mean, and with good reason. Very justifiable. He cheated on her mom with a 25-year-old. Then he's seen out in public some PDA. Even though the mom, as I talked about last week, had PDA with a younger dude. Uh, But anyway, he's seen having PDA with his 25-year-old. And she's probably like, Dad, that could be my fucking sister. She's only a couple years older than me, you fucking freak. Like, you're disgusting me. Uh, You know, as what I read, she's disgusted by her dad. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I still, like, I get kind of ticked with these parents. Like hers, it seems. Like, I, I don't know. If I feel like a lot of this just came from that TikTok fame that they didn't even get. They got it from their daughter. And now, I don't know. He's like, hey, I could get younger chicks. I mean, even if they were having problems in real life, it's like, why didn't you just dump? Why didn't you just, uh, you know, divorce her? Your wife? Why, why'd you got to go cheat on her? And then, and then it's you know, like, you know, I just even said with Leonardo DiCaprio, are you having a midlife crisis or something? Like, why the younger chick? I don't know. Maybe this will be his one-time thing. I mean, he just, you know, after this 25-year-old chick, maybe after, he'll date women closer to his age. And it's like, all right, he did that one-time thing. Maybe it's a midlife crisis. Maybe it's not going to be like Leonardo DiCaprio or Scott Disick where they're just dating, uh, you know, chicks that much younger than them. But I could definitely see how, you know, father makes this all public. He like None of this really had to be Public now he's out with this PDA with this chick that could be you know his daughter's older sister really, and then I'm sure this Addison right chick she's just embarrassed by it, not by being a TikTok star but by that. No, I definitely <laughs> there is definitely reason for her to be like embarrassed or pissed or whatever about uh, that situation. I actually do feel bad for her. I just thought I'd bring those back up since I talked about them last week. At least I t- at least talked about the uh, Addison Rae one. I th- I'm, I feel like I remember talking about Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid there last week. But anyway, I'm just going to go on to the uh, main topic now, which is the Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva press conference. 
Yeah, like I said, just got one, you know, piece of, uh, a, you know, video here that you guys could listen to. But, you know, I'm going to be commentating on it. But I, I really got to know, like, are people really caring about this fight? The other fights, besides the last Tyron, even the last Tyron Woodley one, to an extent, actually, people cared about because... Tyron Woodley, like, people were like, oh, no, we knocked Jake Paul out in the first fight, or, oh, he should have won, or this or that. So it was like, all right, best two out of three. So I I guess even that one. This one, I feel like people really aren't caring about. You know, they had the Ben Askren one had a lot of publicity because it was like, oh, he's he's boxing an actual fighter. And a lot of people thought Ben Askren was going to beat him, and then he got you know, knocked out in, like, the first minute or something. Then uh, with Tyron Woodley, a lot of people, I think, were, you know, it was mixed. Some people were like, all right, this guy's an actual striker. But other people, I think, were just, like, already scared that another UFC fighter was going to lose. So they were already like, dude, box a boxer. Pussy. Um, Many won. Both of them. And he's supposed to box Tommy Fury. And, and you know, and th- that one caught attention just because finally he, it was an actual boxer. He pulled out twice. Then Hasim Rockman Jr., that one got attention because he was a, apparently a better boxer. He pulled out. So all those got attention. This one against Anderson Silva, who Dana White, the president or whatever, owner or whatever he is of the UFC, he actually said, finally, Jake's boxing a real fighter. Like, he, like this should actually be a good one. I feel like that's not being, you know, a lot of people don't have the same feeling about that. I feel like not a lot of people are talking about this fight, which, you know, if he is actually that good where Dana White's actually saying, finally, he's boxing a real boxer, or bo- boxing a real fighter, or whatever, you think more people would be talking about it. Also, I wonder what uh, Ben Askren and, Ty- and uh, Tyron Woodley thought about that when... When Dana White said that about Anderson Silva, it's like, finally, you're boxing a real uh, fighter. It's like, bro, what the hell are we? Like, you, you know, we worked for you, too, right? But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think maybe a lot of people just want to see him box a real boxer. Now, even though I did hear Anderson Silva was actually, like, a real boxer himself. Like, he's more known for... Uh, UFC and MMA and stuff, but apparently he has had a couple professional boxing matches, so I don't know. Maybe after this fight, there will be uh, an actual boxer. I mean, again, we almost had an actual boxer. Almost had Tommy Fury twice and almost had the uh, Haseem Rockman Jr. fight, but doesn't seem like uh, well, I was going to say, it doesn't seem like it's going to be happening for a while. But no, I mean, it could happen right, you know, after this fight. You know, not right after, but whenever he does another boxing match after Anderson Silva. Because now it's like, all right, we went from a UFC fighter to a UFC fighter that was good at striking to a UFC fighter that's also kind of considered a professional boxer to now next maybe he'll go for a crappy professional boxer and then a little bit better. Well, you know, it just seems like that's the way Jake Paul's working, which is smart. It keeps him winning and it keeps him making money. Again, he's not going into a fight that he knows he's going to get decimated in. 
I know a lot of people want to see that. And then if he would somehow win, then he would have extreme respect. But no, I mean, we all know that he would just get his ass knocked out if he went against someone significantly better than him. That's just how (laughs) that works. But uh, I see this fight as mixed reviews. I see some people, like, apparently in the beginning, and maybe it was just because Jake Paul knocked out uh, those other UFC fighters, and they're like, oh, no. I I guess because he does train in boxing, he pretty much can knock anyone out now besides actual uh, boxers. So in the beginning, uh, apparently the odds were on Jake winning, and then apparently the odds went to Anderson Silva winning. I think they just have a mixed bag. Which kind of does mean people do think Anderson Silva could definitely win this. Like, I do know there were some people with the Tyron Woodley one. Once he, Jake Paul knocked out uh, Ben Askren, they were like, no, he's getting, like, screw the Tyron Woodley fight. He needs to box a real boxer. Like, you know, so they already had doubt in Tyron Woodley. (laughs) So they're pretty much saying at that point, yeah, Jake's probably going to win. This one seems to be a little bit more of a mixed bag, which again is funny because I just don't hear many people talking about. It. I didn't even know what the press conference happened. I'm usually pretty up on these press conferences. I you know I, I usually know when they happen. I didn't even know this one happened. But it, this one was a little bit different than uh, the other Jake Paul press conferences. They were you know a, a little more calm, respectful. I mean Anderson Silva seemed like an extraordinarily nice dude. He didn't seem like a dick or anything. And, you know, Jake would try to be entertainer here and there, but he was showing him respect. He wasn't trying to get him riled up or anything. So, a little bit different. Still entertaining. I usually like those WWE moments in these boxing press conferences, but from what I... I didn't watch the whole thing, but uh, from what I watched, it was pretty respectful, and, you know, that's just what they were doing. So, I mean, I guess it was a nice change of pace. I mean, hopefully the next time... uh, boxing match though he goes up maybe it'll be against a real boxer and uh, we'll get that WWE moment again okie dokes I'm going to uh, get into this video now and see what they gotta say here we go hold on hold on that's just Jake coming out right now Jeez, I thought they already started talking by now. Went to the wrong spot, I guess. Come on. Oh, you can feel that, can't you? Things are different. Things are different when they get face-to-face. Now, guys, let me get a little bit of business out of the way. Showtime, pay-per-view, and most valuable promotions present Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. This will be Saturday, October 29th. At the Gila River Arena, guys, that's in Glendale, Arizona, just outside of Phoenix. Tickets will go on sale Wednesday, September 14th via Ticketmaster.com. Paul versus Silva Pitts International Superstar and Serial Risk Taker. Jake, the problem child, Paul, he's going to be taking on UFC legend and professional boxer Anderson the spider silver. Yeah, serial risk taker. That's actually pretty cool. That's a new one. I've never heard serial risk taker yet. Yeah, whoever wrote that, I, ne- I agree. I-, I never heard that either. I agree with you. That's a great line. But guys, I got to tell you this bout. Many people are asking this. It's going to be contested over eight rounds. We're going to do a catch weight of 187 pounds. The event will be available 
via pay-per-view on cable and satellite and streaming in the Showtime app via ShowtimePPV.com and internationally on Fight TV. I'd also like to announce that Ashton Sill, teenage boxing sensation, will be making... Let's go. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be making his Showtime PPV uh, debut on this undercard, undefeated. Seven wins, no losses, all by knockout. Let's he go, is MVP's baby. first boxing prospect signed to a... Damn, I am sorry. I did not know. I thought I clipped uh, the time at the right time. Sorry, you got to hear all this. Contract, I'd like to welcome Ashton Silv. Let's go, baby. All right. I've got that out of the way, back down to us. I got to tell you guys, I was told this fight would never happen. You know, there's a reason when people get married, they come out and do it in public. The vow is something different. You want to sign a bout contract, you want to slip that out to the internet, that's one thing. You want to come face to face on a stage, you want to tell another man, I will see you on October 29th. You want to tell him the agreed upon weight class and we're going to meet under the Queensberry rules. It's a whole other thing. And I got to tell you, when this fight got announced, it was a two-to-one favorite for Jake Paul. With All right, so that when it first got announced, two-to-one favorite for Jake. In 24 hours, that switched to a two-to-one favorite for Anderson Silva. Whoa. Which means you guys truly don't know. I think it speaks to the contest that we have here. And Anderson, if I may start with you. It seems throughout your career, and I followed it very closely, it seems as though you follow a martial arts code to make sure that you don't call somebody out. You don't ruffle feathers as a way of getting a fight. You buckle down and you train. But this must be the opportunity that you were hoping for. I mean, I feel like he worded that very weird. It seems like you don't want to ruffle feathers or anything, but this is the opportunity you were hoping for. What do you mean? So you're saying he... Like, never wanted to ruffle feathers, but he knew if he did ruffle feathers, then he'd have an opportunity for big money. So finally, like, he never ruffled feathers, but he was given this opportunity even though he didn't ruffle feathers. Like, that was kind of a weird way to put it. That guy's stupid. I don't even know who the guy hosting this thing is. Well, every single time I, I'm enjoying my life and try to do my best in everything I do in my life, you know, especially because... Wow, this guy does seem really freaking nice. Come on. Uh, I love my job. This sport, the martial arts and uh, the combat sports is part of me. And uh, when I have the opportunity to show him my, my respect and how much I love fighting, I'm completely exciting, you know. And today is so amazing, you know. I'm, I'm so exciting. All right, and Jake, I, I got to say to you, you've made a lot of headlines. You sold a lot of tickets and filled up some arenas. But the fun is over. You don't play games. What do you mean the fun is over? The fun's just getting started. With Anderson Silva. Correct. Except I'm about to. Hey, the fun was over day one of boxing, okay? Man, you do... Th I, I would really think for a guy that has, you know, got famous from being on the internet and stuff, that he would be better on the mic. I mean, in all these press conferences, I, I gotta be honest with you, he never has any of those, like, whoa moments, those drop the mic moments, those, like, moments you're really gonna remember, like, where he disses someone or anything. I feel like he never really knows what he's gonna say and he says something, and I don't know, maybe in his head he thinks, all right, that no, that came out good, but uh, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. Nothing you ever 
say comes out good or cool or anything like I I don't know. Maybe you guys would disagree with me, but nothing Jake Paul ever said. I I do though like you know him him in these press conferences. I mean there definitely are parts of them that are funny. But like right now I just can't think of anything from the other press conferences that just stick in my head where I'm like, man, remember that moment? I do remember in the in the moment watching them, I found some parts here and there funny, but I don't know. Most of the time, I think he doesn't know what he's going to say and just says something. The fun was over on day one of boxing. I signed up for the hardest sport in the world, and I love it. I wonder what the other uh, people that are in sports think. Wait, bro, the hardest sport? Like, what What do the uh, MMA people think, the UFC people? They're like, come to our sport. It's harder. I wonder if there's some ping pong players out there. The ping pong people are like, dude, get a paddle. We're the hardest sport. I mean, like, the other people are probably like, dude, you are not in the hardest sport. That's what I'm built for, and I love a challenge. You know, I grew up idolizing this guy. For me, this is even surreal that I'm, like, sitting here. I have to take a moment to be like, wait a second, is this real, all the cameras? I was sitting on a couch watching this guy as a kid, and here we are. I love the challenge. This is my toughest fight yet, and I'm prepared. Anderson, you've got a star here. You're going to have a full arena. You are going to be the main event, but none of those things are new. You do have an opponent who's being respectful. He's not getting under your skin. Is that a tactic, and are you prepared for it? I love how they're trying to make that a thing. He's being respectful, that piece of shit. He's probably trying to use that against you, you know that? Like, what do you think? Do you think this is a tactic? Dude, you got to watch out for, for nice people, man. It's, I don't know. Does it, does it, what does it matter if he's being nice? Like, seriously, like, do you think that he's trying to make you not train as hard by being nice? Like, come on. I don't know. This host is stupid. Absolutely. I think, uh, first of all, guys, everybody needs to respect this guy here. Why? Because it's opening the door for everybody thinking about something new one, you know. Uh, and I'm so excited, you know. I'm so excited. Hey. I'm so happy to be here. Now, has this guy always been this nice? I feel like a fighter usually has to be, like, meaner or something. Like, him and, like, Manny Pacquiao, they seem like such a nice people and then uh, you know they're very good at fighting but like what i feel like this like i feel this dude's putting on an act or something like how could a fighter be this freaking nice especially because many many years ago how many years ago you come with your brother and i take picture with you you know it, it's insane you know i'm i'm fight a lot in my entire life and i'm here again and i you know, as the new generation, and I continue here. I'm so happy, you know, and that's the proof everybody can do everything in your life when you believe in yourself, when you have uh, passion, when you love, you know, and I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> you know, Jake, breaking in uh, to a community, in this case... It is funny, though, that he did have to say that. He's like, everyone's got to respect this guy. It's like, all right, like like the other people. I guess to, at a point when Tyron Woodley, I think the second 
time he lost, he was like, you got to start putting respect to this guy's name and stuff. Like, Anderson Silva was just like, you got to respect this guy. It's like, all right, they're really not trying to go for the WWE thing here. Honestly, I'm liking the change of pace, though. I do like the uh, the drama and the other ones, but I think if this guy's actually always this nice, it would just seem fake, like too fake. If he, uh, you know, changed the game and got all cocky and stuff. Uh, combat sports and specifically boxing. You've got to go through superstars. You've got to go through guys that you look up to. But you're also going to need motivation. You also have a history of having some fun, of getting a back and forth going. That doesn't appear to be the case. Are you in the right headspace to prepare for the spider? 100%. I wonder where he got the name Spider from. I, you know, I've always heard him re, uh, referred to as uh, Spider Silva and stuff, Anderson Spider Silva, but I, where does that come from? Did he, like, give that to himself? Did the audience give it to him? Are spiders, like, that good of fighters when it compared to other bugs? You know, or do, do, is it just because it goes with his last name? They both start with S. I don't know. It all has to do with my previous opponents all being dickheads. Anderson Silva. I mean, who threw the first punches? <laughs> you know, and, and verbal punches in those other ones. Like, like were they? I mean, Ben Askren seemed like a pretty nice dude. I mean, Tyron Woodley did kind of come out, and the boxers, Tommy Fury, and uh, maybe even Haseem Rockman. Like, they kind of came out swinging. You know, they were trying to make the money for me. Ben Askren seemed pretty nice. So it's funny that he's like, well, the other ones were dickheads. This guy's nice. It's like, well, what would, like, who threw that first verbal hit? You know, I, I don't know. I think there is, uh, you're just trying to talk some shit there. And now you're just like, no, I just got to be nice now. This this guy's too nice. Can't put on that much of a show. He's trying to, though, here. But is the nicest guy in the world, and we love him. He does seem like one of the one of the nicest dudes, at least one of the nicest fighters in the world. If my opponent, if my opponent is a dickhead, I'm gonna treat him like a dickhead and beat his fucking ass. And I think people have seen that side of me, but I respect this man. I'm still gonna knock him out, but I respect, but respectfully knock him out. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. So it's it's fine. You know. You know. I like that because you know the energy involved in this fight is so amazing. You know. A lot of people uh, think about, Anderson, you're crazy. Why you do that? And I say, you know, that's a good challenge for me. Because Gabriel and Eliezer and my son Khalil beat me every day in the boxing training. And little Nico, too. And I say, Uh-oh, that's not a good sign. He's getting beaten by his son in the boxing training? See, I can't do that. I can't do that. I think I can't do that, you know? Maybe his son should have uh, won against Jake then. But... Everybody needs you watching this fight because the people go see the different Anderson and different Jake Paul, for sure. Anderson, I know in just a moment when we open this up to the audience, I'm going to have to hear about your age, which is going to annoy me, but let me get in front of it right now. Does your age matter? Does he have an advantage with his youth? I mean, I think... I mean, in this case, probably. I feel like you can't always use that. I mean, I'm a lot younger than uh, 
Anderson Silva. And if I got trained in boxing for like a whole year, it doesn't matter that I'm uh, that much younger than Anderson Silva. He would definitely still kick my ass in a boxing match. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, weight and age and skill all have to do with it. But I would say in this case, that probably does give some sort of an advantage to Jake. The age is only the numbers, you know, and I continue training hard every day, you know, and uh, my last sparring is uh, crazy. Eliezer knocked me out three times, and I say, bro, I don't go fight with you. And I say, I know, but I need to beat you. The coach say, I need to beat you. I say, okay, all right, and let's go the next uh, round. I go kick you and put it in the ground. There you go. Jake, to beat him, you're going to have to hit him. Many other opponents have been afraid to engage. They get in front of him. They see the movements. They lock up and pause. Are these lights going to be too bright, and how do you know for sure? Nah, I'm built for this, you know, and sparring world champions in the gym, you know, getting ready for Anderson. Obviously, he's a southpaw. My first time going up against a southpaw. But I love this shit, man. I, I truly feel like I was put on earth and destined to box. Uh, and this will be my biggest stage yet and my biggest test yet. But I'm a young man. And if Jake took a piss right now on stage, his pants would be all yellow. He is in white pants and a white shirt, a white tank top. I don't know what the, um, what made him want to do. I don't know. Do, do people, I feel like when you wear like two grays, like a gray shirt and gray pants, the grout fit everyone like trash is on that. I, I feel this double white is is looking, I don't know, just kind of crazy to me. I feel like, like one spill, anything, your clothes just getting all messy. I don't know if it's bothering me right now. I'm excited to get this experience under my belt because the fights are just going to keep on getting bigger. This is just the start. And Jake, this is a personal question, but I really have always wanted to ask you this. Wait, I think Anderson Silva's in a white t-shirt and... White pants also. And they're both in white sneakers. Uh, maybe this was planned. Where do you find the time? I mean, you've got to be getting in the gym a couple of times a day, whether that's road work and then another one in the gym. It still requires two times a day. I see you what I feel like 24 hours. I know what you're doing, whether it's social <laughs> media. I can, when do you have time to get in the gym? And how many years has this actually been going on? And feel free to include your brother. I'm sure it was a family event. But when did you guys actually start preparing? Yeah, I think about four years ago. Uh, only been preparing as a pro really for less than three years. I made my pro debut less than three years ago. But time management is crucial. I have the best assistant in the world. Shout out to Marcos. Um, and he's a pivotal part of this like 30 person team. Uh, we have the best coaches, best nutrition, and we just work hard, man. That's the, been the key to my success and the key to my brother's success is just nonstop work every single day, showing up. Um, and being present, you know, and to be honest, man, I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to this shit. So no matter how hard I have to, when he says addicted to this shit, he's addicted to making money. I don't necessarily believe that he's addicted to boxing. He's addicted to me. And I think he likes boxing. I think he loves it, but he, and he likes making the money and he likes doing it. I think in an athletic way. And I think his brother's the same. That's why his brother's in WWE brother might be a little bit smarter. His brother realized that, uh, you know, boxing, you get your head hit too many times. It will sooner or later lead to problems down the road. 
His brother actually said, Logan Paul, he said that WWE he finds harder than boxing. Now, he has lost. He he did lose his boxing match. He, he had three matches, but the one with Floyd Mayweather really doesn't count. There was no winner or loser. They were really just punching each other. Uh, you know, there were no points or anything. But his first match he lost. Or no, the first match he tied. The second one he lost. So maybe in his he's like, crap. But then again, I guess uh, them boxing would be harder. He was saying WWE's harder. Anyway, I think uh, both these pop dudes, they like entertaining, making money. And they like having athleticism in there. They like having everything. So I think that's what he means by addicted. I don't think he's really addicted necessarily to boxing itself. But what the hell do I know? To work. This is this is what I do. I think most boxers, after they're done boxing, they go play video games or do some shit. I'm working on my brand, working on content, working on venture capital, working on... I just checked the chat there. He says, it, Mr. A is here. It drives me crazy that he says pro when his first fight as a pro... Uh, was versus a YouTuber. I don't think that's when he considers... I could be wrong. I don't think that's when he considers him going pro. I could be wrong with that, though. I think his first one that was pro is against uh, Ben Askren, the UFC fighter, which I'm sure will still piss you off because he's not a, bo- a boxer. But uh, I think that's when. I could be wrong, though. Not sure. It was, And if not, then I think it was at least against uh, the Nate Robson, which is... Not much better than a a YouTuber. Because I, I feel like I remember those first ones that him and his brother had. I think they wore headgear in them and stuff. So, I, like, pros don't wear headgear, right? So, again, not too sure about all that. But I just feel, I think those first ones weren't... Uh, weren't pro. Uh, let's see, Mr. Sim, make me a pro boxer. That his fault, though. Make me a pro boxer. That his fault, though. I don't know what you're. What we're. What, I don't know what we're saying, Mister A. Uh, give back to some video here. Better download better, and uh, that's that's how I live my life. And Jake, there appears to be again from me, and I'm a fan at heart. Whether I get to stand up here with you guys or not, it appears to me that you want to be welcomed by a community. It appears to me. I find it funny. I was just saying his outfit's like bothering me and someone else just said in the uh, chat there, what the hell is he wearing? <laughs> that you feel as though you were resisted. This guy wasn't young enough. This guy wasn't experienced enough. Um, that's over now. There is no question and there is no headlines. There is no narrative when you step in there with Anderson Silva. You are the underdog for the first time in your career, but boy, it's close. I mean, what do you mean for the first time in his career? Everyone in the Ben Askren one, before he knocked him out, said, oh, he's going to get pummeled. Then he knocks him out. And then it, then that's when everyone changed their mind. I remember after, you know, beforehand, every, in fact, Dana White literally said, like, he put like a million bucks on, uh, on Ben Askren winning. It was after the fact that he wasn't the underdog anymore. It was after the fact that everyone pretended like they knew that was an easy fight for Jake. These people are so freaking fake. And then uh, even the Tyron Woodley one. Uh, 
I don't think he was really the uh, underdog. I guess actually that first point I just made, that first point I just made was actually kind of stupid, because <laughs> I guess technically then he, uh, or the the second one I mean with Tyron Woodley, because uh, he was, um, I wouldn't really say he was the underdog in uh, that one. Anyway, let's get back to this. And two to one might sound like a lot. I saw fights go off three days ago that were six to one. I saw one that was getting ready to be 12 to one. I feel as though you are getting your respect in many ways, but this is the match. This is going to need the performance. Do you disagree? Yeah, no, this is it. You know, this is make or break moment. Um, and I know I have someone who just beat a former world champion boxer in front of me. Well, I don't take him lightly at all. He's the GOAT of striking. He's the GOAT of MMA. And like you said, no one thought I'd take this fight. Even Dana White did not think I would take this fight. And Dana, I know you're watching, bro. You still owe me a million dollars from when you bet against me. I'm Ben Askren. But I want you to come out of hiding. See, and the guy said, it's like, this is the first time you're the underdog. No, he was, he was the underdog in a, the Ben Askren fight. You know, I mean, he, you know, until, until he beat him. Then everyone was like, yeah, but that's because he's only been training in boxing. I'm like, well, wait for everyone to change their minds once they saw him knock a, a UFC fighter out. Stop being a bitch and make a bet against me and Anderson and actually pay up this time because you didn't think I would take this fight. So let's make a bet. Let's put a mil. Let's put two mil. Let's put five mil on it. But I bet you won't, Dana. That's a lot of mil. Because you're a bitch. Well, Anderson, I was not planning to invoke Dana White. However, he did invoke make a him. statement about your opponent. He said your opponent won't face you. He said your opponent is not good enough to face you. He said that you're the greatest combat sports athlete of all time, and that conversation needs to be revisited. But, Anderson, if you go into anything with too much confidence, it is a problem. How are you viewing the fight, the opportunity what it could mean for the future of your boxing career to be in there with somebody who is a bona fide superstar in Jake Paul. Well, yeah, is is I threw you... a few. Let's start with the Dana question. As a matter of fact, let's start with that, huh? He still believes in you. It's got to mean something. I mean, I have my personal opinion about Dana White, you know, and I prefer don't say nothing about Dana because Dana is because he's the one that pays your bills. Dana, you know. But, but not this time. But in the time I'm, I'm fighting, you see, I do my best. I broke my leg. I broke my hips. I have a, the amazing uh, uh, stories inside UFC. I fight with this legend guys two times, you know. And uh, it's the first man to beat me five rounds, completely destroy my mind. And I, I mean, I'm... Thank you, God, I'm here to talk about that today and fight with Jake Paul, you know. But uh, boxing in my life is very special because I grew up watching a lot of boxing. Uh, I training with the Brazilian team. And uh, I come to the sport to... So it sounds like he does have a bit of experience in boxing. It's not like the other ones that were 
only UFC fighters, even though I'm sure they had experience in boxing too. They train in everything, right? Mixed martial arts. It sounds like he has a little bit more experience than he, Anderson Silva, and he had some professional boxing matches, from my understanding. To show my respect, you know, for showing my respect for a lot of boxers and the professional fighters doing something special for us, you know, and I'm so happy to be here and continue to do my job. I'm 47. You know, and continue here, continue to do my job, continue doing something I love, you know, I'm so happy. And guys, let me speak directly to you. We are a community. This is the fight that we wanted. This is the fight that we told Jake Paul he did not have the courage to take. This is the fight that Dana White said would not be bay. Now, I only bring that to you because if we're going to try to get ahead of this thing to take away from a potential glorious moment by Jake Paul, people talk about age. Now, maybe I'm a veteran Maybe there's some personal to this that I will admit. but I, w- I have no clue who this guy is. I watched him put a belt around Tyson Fury about three months ago. It was beautiful. I watched him put a belt around Anderson Silva. I'm skipping a little. Fully understand. And when we talk about a fighter that himself from the sport, those are examples of somebody coming back. They let their body go. This man's as good as you've been told. And those belts don't have rust on them. And the other on one hand can go that there and get the audience, please. I will hear an audience question or two. Any questions? Any questions? Uh, Radio Rahim, Jake, when you started boxing, the UFC fighters, MMA fighters dismissed you. You were a troll. It seemed like this is a community you would never accept you. Having taken this Anderson Silva fight, do you feel accepted now by the MMA and UFC community? Does that matter to you? Is it? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, again, I think he just wants to make a lot of money and have fun. What the hell does he care? Played them like a fiddle. Got him watching, got him intrigued, and now they're in my hip pocket. So I'm winning at my own game, and they're all a part of a major plan. Sounds like Charlie Sheen when he went crazy. I'm winning. And Anderson, uh, Jake has said he wants to be a boxing world champion, and his goals are well stated. You've accomplished everything you possibly could in combat sports. What brings you here? What is it that motivates you to get a win and continue fighting at 47? I'm going to guess money. First of all, my motivation is because I love it. I love my job. We get it. You're nice. uh, combat sports. The second one, I have five kids. Okay, so it's money. He's got five kids. He needs to, this is going to be a huge payday for him. Hey, you know, it's not like he hates it. He doesn't hate getting hurt. He's taking the payday. <laughs> and I come grandpa too. And one more thing. I love challenge, you know. I challenge my entire life, you know. And every single time when I, people ask me why I do this, I say one thing. What do you say? Doing something you love. Doing something you have a passion inside. You have a this, you have successful. Doesn't matter how much you working hard, you have successful. Questions? Question for the legend Anderson Silva. I hear one more question, then we're gonna conclude this uh, Jake Paul Anderson Silva press conference. It was a year ago you knocked out Tito Ortiz. How much training have you been doing inside the boxing ring, and what does this training camp look like for the legend Anderson the Spider Silva? 
Well, I train every day. I don't stop training. You know, uh, my coach here, uh, Coach Sergio and Coach Dora. Coach Dora is calm, but uh, Coach Nico never stopped me. And come at 6 a.m. in my house with uh, 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 Eliezer and little Nico and put me to run. And they say, Coach, I'm, I'm an old man. I can't run. Of course you can run. Go. And I run. I back and training. And I, you know, keep working. And that because that's my life, you know, that's my life. That's I need you pass uh, for new generation. Do your best. Doesn't matter. You do it. Do your best. Best you can. Question for Jake. He's a respect. All right, that's it with the uh, press conference. Re- really have that out mostly because I wanted to hear uh, some of it. But anyway, all right, that is uh, really all I got planned for the Frankie D show. Today, Mr. A said this is the inter- Mr. A was telling me about this interview. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I didn't know the press this press conference happened. Honestly, I feel like there has not been too much publicity, you know, going on with this fight. Honestly, I really haven't been hearing much about it. All the other Jake Paul press conferences, like I knew when they were happening and stuff, I didn't know this really happened until uh, today. Really, I know you told me, but I didn't know it was the press conference. So. Yeah, I mean, different kind of press conference than the last ones. You know, the other ones were a little, you know, they took shots at each other and stuff. This one what does seem more respectful. They weren't really trying to diss each other or anything. I don't know. I thought I still thought it was pretty entertaining, but the other ones were probably more entertaining. All right. Well, that's all I have uh, for the Frankie D show today. Beginning was just talking about Gigi Adid and Asin Ray, and then we just went right into the uh, the Jake Paul stuff. Okie dokes, then. Well, I'll just plug the show and get out of here. So if you're listening to the Frankie D Show right now on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Ding the bell. Do what you're supposed to do. Don't know if I'll be live next week, so... Guesting the bell. Right? That's what notifies you. We'll see. I can't be sure. But there will definitely be an episode out on Tuesday. I will pre-record something. So to make sure you get all those pre-recordings, keep listening to them. Subscribe to the Frankie D Show on any of the other podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Podbean, wherever the hell you listen to podcasts. Just keep listening to the Frankie D Show on there. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. All right, sound good? All right, I'm out. Uh, possibly we'll see you guys next week live. And if not, there will definitely be some sort of pre recording out for the Tuesday night. All right, I'll catch everyone. Peace. <laughs>